Hey guys, Michael here. I just wanted to let y'all know uh, a couple updates real quick before we get uh, too far into the video. Uh, one, this one was unintentionally ended up being a pretty, I guess, politically charged one. I don't know. Uh, I've been silent on a lot of stuff and I haven't really talked very much. So for the first time, I decided to, uh, after watching X's, was it Take Me Out music video? I can't remember the name of it. Uh, it just got me revved up and so sorry speaking so uh y'all can skip all that or you can listen to it it's at the very end so it's like a final 20 minute bit thing for watching uh second thing is that all podcast episodes are going to be going up on an official audio roulette youtube channel so you'll go watch that on youtube uh and you're even going to have some footage because like in this one we showed like some images and stuff so it's a little bit different um it's not as you know prominent it's not like a normal video where you see my face and everything i'm hoping i can do that pretty soon but uh yeah if you guys want to go check that out uh audio roulette merch is still out go to teespring.com slash audio roulette official or slash store slash audio roulette official you guys can cop some merch uh i'm getting ready to get some new merch for my own music deviant is also out so go and check that out and if you guys get it up to like 500 streams i'll drop the sequel to it and uh yeah i hope you guys enjoyed the song and let me know what you guys think about it but anyway uh last thing to anybody that is uh wanting to order merch from me that i said yeah you got it and i marked down production is going a little slow so i still have your order and it is put in and it should be coming out pretty soon so uh thank you guys so much for all the love we're at 10 weekly listeners i keep talking that but it's i'm so thankful about it but uh, we may end up losing Alton because of what was said in here. So, uh, again, it's my opinion. Um, it just kind of came in an outpouring. Uh, I have, It's a lot of stuff I've held bottled up for like five months. And it just kind of, you know, got to the point where I finally had a position where I felt comfortable enough saying it. And I feel good about it. But, uh, you know, I know people may disagree with me or not. So, uh, let me know what y'all think. And, uh, yeah. Enjoy this episode of Audio Roulette. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Audio Roulette Podcast, the only podcast on the internet that is super fucking thankful to have 10 weekly listeners and make it where it's not just us making a time capsule for us to listen to when we're older and depressed. Woo! Woo. Uh, no, before we even get into the podcast, just a huge thank you to everyone that is listening to this weekly uh, we don't get much interaction with y'all, but it's nice to know that we're not just sitting in our rooms talking to each other and talking to fake people that we've made up in our heads because then we would have to go to a, a mental hospital because that means we are... I mean, we could probably use a trip or two anyways. That's true. Why don't we just use the hologram thing? You know, like what they did with Tupac? Mm, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that'll work. I mean, even sports people think that they're actually playing for people watching when it's really just cardboard cutout. So, you know, <laughs> we'll just we'll roll with that, you know. <laughs> but uh, anyway, this week uh, we actually got kind of a stacked idea. I did professional this week. I'm trying to get my shit together, and uh, I actually have topics to talk about we have an album review and we have a music video that 
uh, you're going to get first reaction to. So it's pretty dope. Uh, the the first thing, like, I want to come into, this is like the third or fourth week in a row that I've mentioned uh, Slob on My Knob. <laughs> but I had it pop up in my queue again uh, earlier this week. And can we just talk about how rappers like to snitch on themselves in songs? Because they literally have one line where they say, uh, girly got upset. Then she kicked me out. So I got my boys. We went and burned down her house. <laughs> but then the police were coming. So we bounced. We never got caught. Ain't no snitches running a- around. And it's like, you just snitched on yourself. <laughs> you just said you did. You, you said you got... So one, you said that you got your boys. <laughs> you described what led to this altercation then you describe burning her house down then running from the police you have like four offenses right there you're you're kind of in a a really bad spot here and all this for a song talking about slob on my knob like corn on the cob like that's a whole we've been talking about that for weeks but now we're talking about you snitching on yourself homie like you're you're going to jail (laughs) And this is the and you know what's funny about it? The dude who did this is Juicy J, the dude that's wrapped in Dark Horse by Katy Perry in 2013. Mm-hmm. Juicy that, J, that li- God, that line's like the the Bobby Schmurder line where he goes, "Mitch got a body about a week ago, and that was used to convict that guy of murder." Dude, all it reminds me of is Good Kid, Mad City by uh, Kendrick where he's like snitching on like everyone explaining where he came from and so he's like snitching on people but then he's like bleeping out lines it's like dude nobody needs names they just need the area where where were you at this time I got a job as security well I actually got fired the second week why because uh, I staged a robbery with my homies what (laughs) hold up (laughs) I gotta say though, that's actually a real good plan, you know? Like, get a friend to be hired as a security and then rob the place. Like, that's a pretty good plan. Mm-hmm. Mm. Or it's good taking advantage of the fact that, uh, you know, oh, wait, you are a security guard, right? Well, yeah, you know, but <laughs> I'm coming up on my second week. All right, so listen to this. All right, I got a good plan. You're going to stage a robbery with us. What? I, I just got this job, you know, as I said, second week. No, 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 no. You're going to stage robbery with us because you're our in. Well, I mean, I was really thinking, you're in. All right, I'm sorry. And then he's got, at the same place they speak to, people say, gout. Now, this is not a tape recorder saying that he did it, but ever since that day, I was looking at him different. It's like, you just snitched. <laughs> Your boy is going to jail. He's gone. Bye-bye. It's like that uh, Key and Peele skit that they did where it was like the rapper that snitches on themselves, and he's like talking. He's like, I didn't do that. It's like, really? And it goes to the line. And it's like, yeah, I popped him six different times. His name was James Jonathan MacArthur Third. I shot him in the <laughs> face seven times. Then I pissed on his body. That's not me. But I didn't do it, though. I I didn't do that. All right. Well, what about your drug trafficking? 
I never did that. Oh, really? Yeah, I packed that girl like a mule. I put the cocaine in her stomach. Then I sent her through the line. And there was no way she had a passport. So I made her kill the security guards. <laughs> and so she went through and gave us the drugs. And we got high that night. I don't know what you're talking about, man. I didn't do that. It could be anybody. I could be anybody. That's like every week. That happens all the time. Happens every time. So yeah. <laughs> why why are they stitching on themselves? It's not cool. It, basically, the album Tattletales by the Skittle Man 69. Yeah. Basically, we should just make a playlist called Tattletales by Skittle Man 69. Just put all those songs where they're like convicting themselves. Oh, just hand into the police. Here you go. <laughs> man, that, talk about that skit has just made me think that we just need more skits about rapper things because it's so funny. I had a uh, just a couple of days ago. I I had seen a it's a it was a Dave Chappelle skit called I wrote this song in '94. It was making fun of like how like Tupac like in a lot of the Puss posthumous songs would like uh say um say a lot of things that almost sounded related to like current events even though he was dead. And so that thing was so funny. <laughs> that whole skit, like they're like in the club there, and it starts there, and then it gets to one point. I don't remember the whole thing, but like the notable parts, he goes through. He's like, "I can't believe that people would vote for George W. Bush." <laughs> and then, then Dave Chappelle just like stops dancing for a second, starts looking around at everybody there. And but then as time goes on, the song just gets more and more relevant. It starts like calling out people who are in the club dancing. <laughs> and then every time it says, "I was like, but I wrote the song in '94." A it's really like long time ago. Oh, uh, <laughs> the, uh, uh, <laughs> the UK are selfish bastards. They're a day ahead, and they didn't tell us about nine eleven. What? <laughs> Hold up! Hold up! <laughs> he he is right, <laughs> man. Um, another one uh, that like I want to talk about uh, with this, and this is like very early on in the week when this happened. So, uh, one dude on Instagram that, uh, you know, I respected as a musician, everything. Uh, he decides to post on a story, the burn your mask, September 15th post that's going around where apparently people were revolution, making revolution with their masks by burning them to prove Masks are not necessary and that we hold power. Did you see the video of the people in Target stomping through without masks saying, Take your mask off! Woo! And they're like yeah. fucking... Woo. Yeah, retards. Um, it was the same day kind of thing with it. And so I message him. I'm like, man, I respect you, but this is just not it. So he tells me, dude masks don't work and i'm like wow that's all the proof i needed dude <laughs> that's you did it thanks no, man dude you just saved me so much money on washing my masks thanks dog um you're so right so then i tell him like it's very clear so this is psa to everyone out there right now that's could be listening to this cuz now apparently people do listen to us so PSA to anyone out there that listens to this in the future or this is the first time this week or is listening and you don't support masks. Look, I'm not going to sit here 
and I'm not going to ream you for it. All right? It's your right. As an American, you have the right to wear a mask or not. Now, stores also have the right to follow conduct. So um, if you're not wanting to shop anywhere, have at it, homie. Just starve. Don't wear a mask. Please starve. Yeah. Don't reproduce. Yeah. That's that's my recommendation. Yeah, we don't need morons like you. But go for it. Don't wear a mask. But be honest about it. Like, you don't want to wear a mask because you're being selfish. You don't want to wear a mask because, one, either you're told you have to, so look at you being a tough little five-year-old. Two, uh, you don't want to wear it because it's uncomfortable or it's inconvenient. Or three, uh, you're just tired of having to be compassionate for other people. Any of those things, you know, that's just, that's the reality of it there. All right, I'm not being blunt. I'm not being mean. This is what it is. You're being an asshole. Short and sweet of it. You're being a selfish asshole. Go for it. Do it. What I have a problem with are people like this fucktard that is straight up making up excuses and, you know, saying masks don't work and that they'll never work and that they're never going to be blah, 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 all this stuff. Stop justifying being an asshole. Stop making it so you feel better about yourself for being selfish. Admit to yourself that you just don't want to do it. And, you know, be honest about it. Don't be one of these people that sits here and goes, well, you know, I'm just standing for something because it doesn't exist. Bullshit. You're selfish. You're an asshole. At least be an honest asshole. I can have more respect for you if you're being honest about your intentions. But I can't have respect for you when you're lying to justify being a dick. All right? You're a twat waffle. You're a cunt. You're a motherfucker. All right? But be an honest one. And, like, this dude, like, straight up, (laughs) I haven't even had the chance to tell you so, went through a whole thing where I said, look, you're being selfish. Just be be honest about it. I never cussed at him. I'm like, just be honest about it. You know? Don't make it up. He goes through a whole rant and ends it with saying, calling people selfish makes you seem closed-minded, friend. And I'm like, no, it's the reality of it. And I was like, please, show me proof. That shows. It took him three fucking days, three or four fucking days to get me an article. After me asking for it, after he offered to send it to me, and it wasn't even about masks. It was about COVID numbers being faked. Like, what? You ever think about how we live in, like, the worst possible timeline? Dude, I think about that all the time. I told my parents yesterday, we were talking about politics in the car, and I said, this literally feels like we are at the point, because apparently seven major, uh, like, vaccination medical, like, teams that are, like, working on the vaccine, apparently, everyone, I'm laying this on the line now. I don't like Trump. I don't like Biden. Okay. I'm just, I'm like dead in the middle. I like common sense. That's it. I'm not even voting in this election. All right. I, I just, I'm not leaning either or both suck ass. That's all I'm going to say. So I'm not, I'm not like picking on Trump. I'm not picking on Biden. Okay. This is just like stream facts. Apparently Trump uh, pushed the CDC to say that masks and stuff were fake. And the CDC finally came out and said we were pressured by 
uh, the Trump administration to lie about it. And it's like, oh, okay, that makes sense why they were so flip-floppy. But also it's kind of terrifying because you're supposed to be able to trust these guys to give you the right information. And they were lying because of money. It's like, hmm, that's that scares the fuck out of me. That's not good. But seven of these uh, you know, organizations like major competitors, you know, they're the ones that each company is racing to find the cure because then they get to like monetize on it and have that glory, you know, that, Oh, we stopped the Corona. They made like a truce or a treaty or whatever between all seven of them because Trump was forcing them to be able to say that they have a vaccine in November and that they were going to get it to all these people. And apparently the trials, like the first few trials, they're starting to have really bad side effects. So they're pulling them and they're testing other things. He didn't want that. These seven people have said that they are not releasing it until they are sure it's 100% safe. And I told my mom and dad, I was like, last night in the car, I was like, this is straight up one of those things where I feel like we don't, we won't even have a president in November. Like people are just going to overthrow having a president, you know? I want my, my socialist revolution. Can I have my proletariat rise up with me? Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just over here like, just please don't fucking kill me and don't make life harder for me than it already is. These the means of production. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, please just don't. But it's so crazy. Like, I feel like we're literally going to be in this timeline of just sheer bullshit is going to be happening from now on. Like the woohoo <laughs> girls going through Target being like, take your mask off. Woo! It's like, this isn't a party, dumbasses. <laughs> what is wrong with you? And you know what people's response to that video was? Because some guy uh, was talking about it and was like, I don't feel like really this is what we're doing. This is so childish. I can't believe this happened. And people are like, oh, would you rather they burn down entire buildings and everything in the name of social justice? And it's like, okay, nobody mentioned yeah. anything about BLM about this. <laughs> people are just saying, wow, look at the woohoo girls acting like they're woke. When really the only thing they've woken up is somebody's heart on. All right. But yeah, that, that that was a topic I had to talk about because I was like, be honest. If you're an asshole, be honest about it. You don't agree with something. Go for it. Be honest. It's like, just stop. Stop. Time to stop. All right. Just be honest. Stop making fake news. And don't send an article five days later that isn't even on the topic you're arguing. COVID numbers have been spiked for nothing. That has nothing to do with wearing a mask, motherfucker. There's nothing about that. You twat waffle. Man, I... Uh, I, <laughs> I hate people. I hate mm -hmm. people so much. Why are people... Why are... Why are people... <laughs> why are... That's the name of the episode. Why are people? I was going to have it do like, you know, Virgo world, but then do like the font where like it puts a line through Virgo and just put virgin world after it. But which is a whole other topic, a whole topic I've been talking about. Uh, I have, see guys, I have a list. So it's not as chaotic as last week's. <laughs> we got a lot. We, we got a lot. So, uh, first, first off, uh, Side note, I talked about it in the last week, just like kind of said announcements or whatever. Uh, Motionless and White, a uh, kind of industrial metalcore blah, blah, blah kind of band. Uh, I've loved them since like 2013. 
when I heard reincarnate and I was like, oh shit. So I'm a huge fan. They made a cover of the killer song. Uh, somebody told me off of their hot fuss album released in 2002, I believe. Oh my God. It sounds so similar yet completely different. And to be honest, I love the original. I like this cover more. It's like the uh, somebody that I used to know cover by Mayday Parade that's better than Gautier's song. It's like, huh, that's weird. But we don't talk about the Three Days Grace one. We don't talk about that one. That one's bad. But it's like, that's better. I like that one more. So I, I just had to say, people have got to listen to that. Second. All right. My boy, <laughs> I'm not even going to say my boy, this dude, Josiah Davis. I'm saying by name, all right? Just dropped a single called Ratchet and Clank with Jason. Everybody may remember. I interviewed him. Uh, Man, I got a lot I could say about the guy, but I'm not going to. <laughs> uh, They did a single for their project Trapeze between Josiah Davis and Jason with an X. Uh, they did one with like Young Prophet and some fucking name. I don't know. Uh, they made a song called Ratchet and Clank that just dropped the same day as my song Deviant, which by the way, y'all should go totally stream. It's really good. And if y'all get it to like 500 streams, I'll drop the sequel to it. Yeah, please. Thank you. Um, The song, pretty good. You know, I've listened to like clips of it and I heard it way back. Uh, Jason sent me the uh, thing when he was still a nice dude uh, when he responded to me talking about Brooks on the podcast and led to him coming on. He uh, showed me a sample of three different songs and one of them was Ratchet and Clank and it's really good. So I was like, okay. Josiah showed his uh, verse thing. Couple things. First thing, if you're making references and using wordplay, don't fucking interpret the song and the inspiration behind the wordplay next to the fucking lyrics. Don't say, oh, we're going to Bandicoot, Crash Bandicoot reference. We're getting on the station because we're going on the nation, PlayStation. Don't do that. Fucking just do wordplay. Yeah, that's what... Exactly what genius exists. It's that's what, what genius is for. That's what a commentary uh track is for. That's what a fucking Q and A live stream or video or whatever is for. Don't post it with the official lyrics. Don't. And then on top of that, when it comes to rhymes, this just kind of goes with everything. Because there's another dude, copy my kinkos. Fuck him, by the way. Another local Austin dude. He's an asshole. He's a total asshole. I looked up to him, tried to do a collab with him, and he was a total asshole about it. All right? You're not that big, dude. You're not that big. All right? Yeah. You're a fuck boy. This podcast is a new one. What? That this podcast is a new one. I heard a diss track you ain't ever seen in this podcast before. <laughs> this pod. Yeah. Why? You can't use the same word to end a bar four times in a row like you can't Jay Davis like I'll give him one thing I loved the final line 
Jay Davis. First name, period, then the last name. I like that. That was kind of cool. I like that part. But that was only after four bars behind. He rhymed project four times. Project. My projects. Man, I'm finding my project. Man, now I'm trying to get my family's project. It's like, dude, I know you're white. But you have to understand that that's not a good rhyme. You can't rhyme project with project. With project with project. (laughs) You're not even saying it like it was project with project. Yeah, sure. You get a slight play, but you'd have to be good with the wordplay with that, right? But not project, 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 projects. That's not a rhyme. That's just laziness. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I have to say it. That's laziness. That's like, what was the dude's smoke perp or whatever? What what was his, like, god-awful freestyle? I can't remember what he said. Oh. Yeah. Oh, man. Hold up. Oh, I remember that. Hold on. That should be easy to find it here. You know what? You know what? You know what? We're going to, so for everybody on YouTube, you guys are finally getting it. Let's pull up display. We're going to look at Smoke Perps. Uh, yeah, the XXX Tentacion. Look at me. That's what we're doing. So we're going to look. Oh, yeah. Shout out uh, if you all want to go check out the Wolfie Sharfan channel. Yeah, you can do that. You can hear me squeak your voice. What is it? What did you say? The, ironically, that Smoke Perp freestyle is over an X beat. It's over the Moonlight beat. Uh... Smoke Perp freestyling over Moonlight Beat? Yeah, I, I should be this one, I think. Alright, let's. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I should probably stream my screen. Let's Moonlight, spotlight. I don't even really want a spotlight. But it really put me in the limelight. Not around and then I want a spot bite. And I got that new pipe. What I want to do with this new pipe. Got a desert eagle and it's Fortnite. Play it like it's Fortnite. Yeah. Yeah. In the moonlight, in the spotlight, uh, I don't really, really want the limelight. Niggas put me in the motherfucking limelight. Niggas put me in the motherfucking limelight. You can move me under motherfucking limelight. Cause I really, really, really want to blow pipes. Like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Lil' Perry really go, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Lil' Perry really go, yeah, yeah. Why why is he why does that sound like when I'm like taking a shit and it's like not wanting to come out and I'm just like Ugh. Also don't don't forget the, the Fortnite Fortnite rhyme too. That's... The Fortnite Fortnite, the moonlight, limelight, spotlight, limelight, limonite, summonite, smoke pipe. I mean, pipe. the moonlight part is, is kind of what X did because you know the, the original X is spotlight moonlight um da, 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 tripping with the the moon moon right something I don't remember I don't <laughs> the moon right tripping with the moon right I don't know I don't listen to moonlight a lot but I don't listen to question mark a lot <laughs> I'm just I'm just sitting here and that that's all I could think about. When I saw project, 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 I'm like, smoke perp? Did did you pull a Michael Jackson? 
phone going for that smoke perp selling like something like three thousand. Fortnite. Fortnite. <laughs> like, like the, the second the top comment was like, "This is someone's favorite rapper." Okay, well now I gotta see that. Let's see. Now, now I gotta see. Yeah, yeah. Moonlight, spotlight. I don't even want want a spotlight, but they really put me in the limelight with a spot bite, and I got that. New pipe, what I want to do with this new pipe. Got a Desert Eagle and it's Fortnite. I'm playing like it's Fortnite. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. In the moonlight, in the spotlight, I don't really want a limelight. Bad word put me in the motherfucking limelight. Race, uh, not racist word, but racist for white people to say word put me in the motherfucking limelight. You can move me at the motherfucking limelight because I really, really, really want to blow pipes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Really Little perp really go, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Little perp really go, yeah. Sounds. That's awesome. <laughs> I, I, I really want to blow pipes. Got some questionable kind of taste. Top 10 rappers Eminem was too afraid to diss. <laughs> 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 yeah, because, you know, Eminem comes out with, like, you fucking suck. And he just goes, yeah, yeah. Fortnite. <laughs> Fortnite. Eminem just sits. <laughs> Eminem, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm gonna in the Discord. In the Discord, I'm I'm sending a meme. Uh, that this was one of my favorite ones that I've seen in a long, long time. Alright, let's see, let's see, let's see. Oh, come on, where is he? This is Smoke Perp's, this is Eminem's face. <laughs> this, this is Eminem's face when, uh, when Smoke Perp disses him with the Fortnite. <laughs> what is <laughs> Eminem! Why does that exist? <laughs> nim nim. <laughs> That's gonna be the thumbnail to this one on YouTube. Nim nim, with the audio roulette logo tattooed under his eye. <laughs> but all that to say, um, Jay Davis, um, stop explaining your lyrics. In the lyrics and uh, don't rhyme the same word over and over again or else you're gonna get hit by the mighty Nim Nim <laughs> just the god of rap <laughs> Nim Nim you will smite thee <laughs> god damn it dude I'm actually crying right now I've never seen Smoke Perp's freestyle all the way through, and it just fucking got me when I just hear, uh, 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 uh. it's like me when I'm like constipated and trying to bust a nut. <laughs> but, so, did, was there anything you wanted to talk about before we get into the, uh, <laughs> the review.
like, the fact that that freestyle happened on Tim Westwood, the same place where Juice did his hour-long freestyles, just like, oh. It, it's painful. It was like, you, you don't deserve to even be there, Smope. Smope? <laughs> Smope. Nim Nim and Smope go at it. <laughs> I really want to blow blow pipe. It's like, uh, kind of sus. I think he's the Smoke imposter. Smoke about here making microwave noises. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, as I said, we have an X video that we're gonna watch at the very end because apparently it's my reaction. Um, everyone that enjoyed uh, Deviant, listening to Deviant last week, uh, thank y'all so much for not like just going out and telling people that hey, listen to the song at the very end of the podcast. Uh, I'm very thankful for that because I it did not ruin the effect I wanted and uh it was a different song very experimentative experimental but it was fun it was really fun to do it's the first one I mix and mastered production was of course indie I'll tag him on this I'm gonna start tagging all of the artists that we talk about in this except for Jay Davis and Jason no more clout for them no more clout yeah maybe don't don't tag the people you diss that's kind of up front Oh, I could I could care less about that, but I'm just not going to tag them because I don't want them getting more famous. That the little touch of fame that they already have has them, you know, their egos inflated the fuck up. So, um. Oh, final thing, and this is just something. When you say that you don't want to be a part of drama <clears throat> on Twitter or in a certain community or whatever, don't sit there and tweet. For 10 solid hours about one person in the community and adding him every time. Jay Davis, I'm looking at you again because for somebody who literally blocked specific words to not get Christian hip hop quote unquote drama, which I don't know where the fuck this drama was happening anyway, whenever he mentioned it, for somebody who blocked it and said they were out of it, you sure lit the fuck out of that one dude for no goddamn reason. And because of that, and because you backpedaled and said, I should not have went in on him, it's not worth it. And it's like, after you got clout from it, you a pussy. You you should have stuck to your guns, you know? So, if you're going to do that, stick away from the beef entirely and just keep your mouth shut. Alright? Or again, if you're going to be an asshole, be honest about it. I want clout. Boom. Congrats, you're honest asshole. Now, on to the review, which is very much probably not what people come here to listen to. They probably wanted to listen to all the bullshit we just did for the last 30 minutes. <laughs> we are reviewing Little Tekka's debut album. Virgo World, or as I like to call it, what? Once again, still not, still not a debut album. What the fuck, man? Oh this... no, he already had one out. Now I see him yep. like a dumbass. 
Oh, well, no. You did it last time too, I think. I did, but it's because it was only on SoundCloud. I don't go on SoundCloud. Damn it. Rappers got to stop doing this. Well, okay, Little Tekka, there's no excuse. I thought that was just like an EP. There's a di- Okay, there's a difference between an EP and an album. Like if the if a thing only has like seven tracks, seven to eight tracks, back when music was first coming out, an album was ten plus tracks. An EP was anything less than that. So if you have an EP or you have an album and you say, oh, it's my album, and it's only got like eight songs, that's not an album. That's an EP. But if you got ten plus, then yeah. So I thought it was just an EP, but I didn't realize it was a full 19-song album. That's that that's on me. That's on me. His sophomore album, Virgo World, or as I like to call it, Virgin World, because he immediately likes to start the album by saying, I fuck many bitches. And it's like, I refuse. I refuse to believe a 17-year-old gets more cooch. I refuse to believe this. Especially not one with braces. Because when I had braces, girls did not talk to me. And that's not fair. Soap, are you there or did you cut out? Yeah, no, no. Okay, good. Uh, All right. So going in, uh, again, I had never listened to a full project. Obviously, because I didn't even know there was a full project. Uh, I had never listened to much of anything except for Out of Love by Little Tecca, which, ironically enough, I sent to you, Spoon. I sent that to you yeah. months ago, and I was like, okay, maybe Juice World's legacy is going to live on because Out of Love is fucking flawless. I love that one. So we were going to review Nas's King's Disease album, and so talked to me on Friday and was like, please, can we do anything else? <laughs> Anything else. Anything. Anything, please. I love it was written. Um, but then a couple years ago, whenever Nasir came out, I listened to that and I was like, wow, that was really bad. And I, I was just like, I don't really know if I want to hear another modernized album. I don't really think that I need to. We'll do that in parts. We'll do like two songs at a time. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that one was interesting. Okay. But I was like, hell yeah, let's do it. It's been a while since we've had, like, you know, a, an emotional, right? Yeah. Yeah, it, it's been a, it's been a while since we've done, like, an emotional one joined together. Because the last one that we did was, wasn't it? Uh, holy shit! Where's oh? What are you? I was trying to find the podcast episode name. I was like, "Where's Legends Never Die?" And I forgot we labeled that one Bill Gates's OnlyFans, the one where we reviewed yeah. Juice World. <laughs> so, uh, track by track, we're gonna be going through it per usual. Uh, this time, I actually wrote notes for each song and gave each song a rating. I know. Look at me growing up. Growing up. I didn't do that for this one, even though I normally do. <laughs> All right. Well, the roles are reversed. So, our time. I thought it was a very 
solid way to open an album. Not too long, not too short. Uh, it was repetitive, but catchy. Uh, these are literally notes I wrote. Repetitive, but catchy. It was a really good opener. Uh, I wasn't really in the mood for like an emotional rap album or kind of like the, you know, kind of vibey rap album. And so going into this, I had to remember, you know, how I feel about these songs like in a different mindset with it. And so uh, for our time, because it was a really good opener and knowing that it's like the intro track, I gave it an eight out of 10 for it. Not lyrically, like lyrically, it wasn't like up to that par that I would put it at, but it was catchy and repetitive and it was a great way to set the tone for the album. In my opinion, I thought that was a really good one. say right now when i give my thoughts i'm just going to give them all at the same time because like i don't have individual thoughts on songs really here so uh okay i will continue then yeah <laughs> so acting up uh i gave that another eight out of ten i love the beat it was catchy and it was definitely a song you would listen to on a road trip uh, i could just picture like me and you or me and travis or me you and travis or anyone for that matter driving and just bumping this in the car and being like hell yeah so I give that an 8 out of 10. When you down. Dude, I don't know how you felt about this. It was a weird blend of lo-fi and trap to me. Kind of had that weird in-between. The guitar and the flow in the song from every rapper was different. Because it wasn't just Little Tekka. It was Polo G and Little Dirk. Which I had never heard Little Dirk before. Love his voice. But it had such Juice World vibes. Very much like a kind of come and go kind of style. I loved it. I fucking loved it. And I gave that song a 9 out of 10 when it came to it. I loved it. Back it up. I literally just put 8 out of 10. I would twerk. I, I would. Chemistry had we'll 8 out of 10. Dude, yeah. That All will right. be my promotion for this episode. I'll twerk. While that song's going on in the background, I'll go. Y'all should check out the podcast. Just throwing it back like I'm fucking Tatiana. Throw it back like a tricycle, baby. Oh, hell yeah. I don't know what that means, but it feel right. <laughs> uh, Chemistry. 8 out of 10. It was vibes. That was all I had to say about that one. It, The chemistry was there. Ha! Uh, Royal Rumble fucking love that song 9 out of 10 goes hard as shit and I love the change up of his normal flow from like the kind of singing thing to kind of going a little bit harder with it I loved it it was perfect Foreign was a 10 out of 10 anime battle scene that shit inspired me dog Uh, Selection fucking Skrillex out of 10 weak ass lyrics but I love the instrumental so I was like awesome take 10 7 out of 10 romantic i enjoy it but i'm not fully feeling it fully right now i wanted to specify that it was a 7 out of 10 if i was in like that kind of you know feels moment it probably would be higher dolly 7 out of 10 808s make me nut little uzi vert being kind was her weakness that line i don't know what is up but i am finding lyrics that are like hitting hard and they're like in terms of a girl but then I'm like I relate to that like break-ins she said her kink was people being honest with her little Uzi saying being kind was her weakness yeah 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Insecurities was a six out of ten. I wouldn't turn it off, but it, to me, it was just background music. TikTok seven out of ten sounds the most like Juice to me. He sounded the most like him. Uh, it sounded like a blend between Come and Go, but blended with TikTok by you know everyone's favorite Skittleman sixty nine. Uh, it would be an eight out of ten, but I specifically remember as soon as I heard him say she had a wop, I went nope. You have just lost a point, good sir. Miss me. 8 out of 10. Tropical as fuck. Makes me taste the fucking sun. That song made me feel like I should be on a beach. True to the game. 9 out of 10. Emotional trap banger? Yes. And Guwap is a fucking god. I never listened to him either. I loved it. Closest to heaven. 10 out of 10. I'd have sex to this song. Uh, level up. Oh shit! I didn't write any for these. All right. So level up. No answers and last call. They kind of flow together really well. So I didn't like. I think that's probably why I had a hard time writing reviews for them, because they all kind of bounced off of each other. Uh, no answers. I liked. I I really liked that one a lot. Actually, it kind of reminded me of Norco, my song, like the instrumental hum and Norco with the piano stuff. Um, but I thought they were a really solid way to end the album on like emotional note because they just they kind of worked it kind of like told a story through each one whereas like he was leveling up from if as long as I'm getting from the lyrics I heard from each one level up was kind of like he was getting to like the top of his game with his girl with his girl no answers was when she kind of fucked him over and he's like no I'm not answering anymore and last call is kind of like him getting over that, and he's like struggling with it. I thought it was really good, a nice little trilogy thing. And then of course, out of love, ten out of ten, fucking flawless. I love that track. I will, I throw it on and I restart it at least six times. Short and sweet. The only issue with the song is that it's short and sweet. It. I would love for it to be longer. But overall, I guess looking at let's see, one two. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Well, I'm just going to give it six. Five. So I guess the average answer would be about eight. That would be about where it's at. 7.58 for me. What did you think of the album? Because I'm going to go on overall in a minute. But what did you think? So I would tell you, first of all, here we actually landed pretty much there because I was thinking probably about a 7.5 myself. Um, I think this album is, like, the best average album I've ever heard. My problem here was that, like, I listened to the whole thing, and I was like, I liked all of these songs. I didn't dislike any of these songs. Any of these come on, they're vibey, they're cool, they, you know, fit most situations. Um, but I don't like, I didn't like have anything that like super stood out to me, which is why I didn't take notes. Like I was going to, and I listened for a little bit. I was like, nothing, I don't, I don't really have a lot to say here, but I didn't see a point in it. So I was like, this, this album is very average to me, but it's like the best an average album can be. Like he did a lot 
things on here. It all flows together really nicely. All the songs sound good. Everything's enjoyable. None of these are skip worthy. I mean, they're they're all good. I mean, like I said, I wouldn't skip any of these if they came on or anything. But I also like these are the type of things that I would see as like playlist filler. You know, like the type of song that you don't select, but if it if you have shuffle on and it came on, oh, you're gonna be like, oh yeah, cool, I like this song. Like for the most part, that was kind of my opinion. Here is like this album is a lot of playlist filler, but it's like the best playlist filler you can have. <laughs> like it's good, but I still like I just don't see myself probably selecting a lot of the songs, but I still like them. I just like other songs more. So it's like okay, I you know like there's not a lot of special here. There's not a lot of super standout, but he's doing what he's doing really well. I do find it kind of weird that he chose to make it 19 songs, but only like 45 minutes. I was like, okay, maybe we could have made that a little shorter, and then I think I would have had a higher rating personally. I don't know what I would cut, like I said, because like, I don't see any of them as skips, really. I just, it's kind of a long experience, I think, like, just breaking this up into multiple albums, in my opinion, or like, you know, just shorter ones would be, would personally be what I would like, but... I, I liked how he did it. I like... I like how he structured it because so first thing I've got to give him huge props for out of love is amazing. Like that song was an amazing single. He didn't make the album get carried by that. He put that at the very bottom. Like this is a single. This was created before all this. Put this right here. I think what gets me is the part where, uh, you know, uh, what is it? Selection with Skrillex. I got to say, I'm a little underwhelmed. I thought Skrillex was going to hit, you know, a little bit more with the I was kind of hoping for that. Um, he didn't, but, you know, it's okay. Yeah, it's fine. But I feel like that, once that song hit, all of a sudden it kind of started getting harder. Like, he started going harder with it. And it was almost like the first interlude, kind of. And then by the time you get down to about Closest to Heaven, it's like that is like another interlude song to finish out the album to like the more emotional tracks which is cool i like how he did it but i definitely see where you're coming from he could have very easily made this three separate albums or eps and it would have worked really well like all the way down to like selection it could have been you know a little bit more um that kind of style that he goes for the kind of more piano soft kind of stuff mixed with like some trap and stuff could have went really well the next few would have been more like tropical 808 heavy carry tracks up to closest to heaven and then closest to heaven down to last call would have been more of like a rapper's quote-unquote acoustic album or ep you know he he could have definitely done that really well and probably made more off of it but i have to give respect to him for it because i remember asking jason you know hey what would be some advice for you know, promoting my album now that I've announced it. Don't release an album. Well, it's too fucking late, dude. Um, no advice? That's cool. He's 17 right now. Or he either just turned 18. Something along those lines. The fact that he released his second, like, 18, 19 song album. And he, like, is doing all of this. And they're all solid to the, where we're like, yeah, there's no, like, skippable songs on this it's pretty you know it's the best of average 
that's pretty impressive you know whereas most albums release that have like half of this kind of thing it's like two songs on it that people would listen to and the other ones are kind of like eh, whatever or it's like it takes a while for it to go right off the bat to have it yeah you know you want to have a song that you know stands out which out of love really does but the fact that he was able to make it such a like make it that well where anybody would just listen and go oh this is nice like in the background that's kind of impressive to me I mean not that he shouldn't strive to make an album full of nothing but songs you seek out but that's pretty impressive to me that for a general audience you can make something that's like nobody would skip it because you and I have different tastes with rap but we do have some crossover but the fact that both of us are like yeah I wouldn't skip any of these songs they're pretty good it's like perfect you know Yeah, it's just yeah. Overall, it's it's a solid album. It's it's a solid album. Like I said, I my standout tracks here, I would say, would like uh, "When You Down," "Royal Rumble," and then uh, "Out of Love." Those are my like three favorites on here. Mm-hmm. But uh, I mean, yeah, like the whole thing's good. Like, yeah, just there's. I mean, there's no skips. It's just good. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a good album. Yeah, I'm. So mine, I think my standouts would be definitely "Win You Down," "Royal Rumble." Uh, I really liked "Foreign," uh, "True to the Game," "Closest to Heaven," and then "Out of Love." So I had a couple more that I would like probably actively seek out, and I'm sure the album as I listen to it, because I definitely feel like there will be a time where I'm like, I want to listen to Little Tekka, and I'll go and listen to it, and there will be more tracks with it. But it definitely. Yeah, 7.5. And I also have respect about the fact that he's doing this in braces. Like, I remember recording. I remember Nate mixing my stuff and going, I fucking hate mixing this. Not because you sound bad, but because of the braces doing... (laughs) Making a whistling sound every time you say F. And that's that's respect to him to do that in braces. That's crazy. Because, like, there was that period with Justin Bieber where, like, he didn't do fucking anything when he was in braces because, you know, it's weird for a kid to be in braces, apparently. So it's like, that's cool. I got a lot of respect for that. So, yeah, I I give my rating about 7.58. That'd be my rating. I said I'm pretty solid at a 7.5. Yeah. Uh, As always, though... With the album, y'all go listen to it and let us know what your favorites were or what you guys think of it. I said I was a huge fan of Little Tecca from Out of Love. Anything else past this, I'm I'm just happy that I don't hate all of his other music. <laughs> I'm just happy I have that. Oh, speaking of which, um, I am absolutely ordering that 17 vinyl that you sent me from Merch Bar. Oh, that shit is so sexy. <laughs> It's so pretty. It's so gorgeous. I want that. They have a there's a similar one for skins. Uh, it, it has like a blue splatter paint design on it, which looks really nice too. Ooh. But it's like thirty bucks. <laughs> it's worth it. It's worth it. I have a vinyl. I would addiction. buy these if I had a vinyl player, because right now they'd just be like really expensive posters. <laughs> you should go get a vinyl player. It's only like fifty bucks at Target. Sixty bucks. 
for the one I have, and it's pretty damn good. I'm tell you right now though, I can't play music out loud in my house though. I gotta have headphones, so that doesn't really work. Yeah, I don't know how that would work. I haven't tried the headphone jack part on mine. Maybe it would sound the same. I don't know. Yeah, I didn't even think about that with your uber-conservative grandma. Did he just say, Oh, no! <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I, re I really want that one. Dude, I am... I can't even tell you like I'm going to oops sorry guys. Uh I'm going to have to wait until after the call to tell you cuz I have like a million dollar idea that's going to be super fucking awesome. But stores, if you could please get an entire mask section for like designs and stuff so you can get different masks, that'd be dope as fuck. You know, not just like an end cap part, but like an actual like dedicated small it doesn't have to be large. They're fucking masks. But a section, that'd be dope. Because I would love to be able to go and pick and choose masks and find it. Because uh, I'm going to continue wearing these for a long time. And I'm really going to want a mask for, like, any occasion. And so it'd be really cool if y'all could do that. So. Please wear my K-pop mask, so I don't really need any new designs. You wear a K-pop mask? The K-pop mask slap, man. Hold on, let me, let me send you some pictures. I, I got two main ones. The other ones are I have in my car. Is like in case I forgot one. I think now I have Nathan W. Pyle's Strange Planet, my skull, my white tribal skull mask thing, my Bucky's one, my filtration one. That I just call it that. I don't know if it is. Uh, my crown the empire. I have like about five or six masks. Two two of them I don't yeah, wear because they're kind of garbage. Uh, I don't like them, but you know, whatever. Right, let's check it out. Oh, kawaii. Thank Onesuka. <laughs> oh, I love those. That's dope. Yeah, they had a they have one at Walmart where uh it's like a five pack and they have like seven different faces like those anime face stuff it's like smiles and stuff and it was like 13 bucks whatever so that may be worth looking into okay so you said to watch this look at me music video yes All right, I would guys. say I hadn't seen this until like a week ago too because I don't watch music videos I was looking at the lyrics of the of the song. They're looking at like annotations, and, and a couple of them mentioned the music video. I was like, "Hey, you know what? I've never seen that video. Well, you know what? I'll give it a watch." And then I it was just like mouth dropped. I was like, "Oh my god, this is such a crazy music video. It's so good." All right. So uh, let I'm this thing build. Let's uh. Wait. Let's do this. Y'all are getting first reaction. I've never done a reaction like this before. <laughs> Oh, I should probably adjust the volume. Yeah. Hey. What yeah. the fuck? Yeah. Don't worry about it yet. <laughs> Why are there dicks everywhere? 
Oh, uh, what the fuck? Oh, this is rape! <laughs> what the fuck? You've been debated. Should recognize the beat because I know you've heard the song. I used to think of. I think I sent it to you. Po possibly? Oh, is this that riot song he made? Yep. He, click, he clickbaited people. Because it's X. What? For some reason, I saw that coming. Oh, God, no. <laughs> oh, God. Stomach turn. <laughs> Equity and equality. The end result we all, the ones that don't want to live in misery, that is, desire. Now, naturally, we all black and white are scattered or are malicious. There are a few examples. Emmett Till, August 28th. 1955 Mississippi pulled out of his house in the middle of the night in front of his mother who had to watch her son be taken from her on the sidelines for little to no reason at all worth murdering a 14 year old boy castrated mutilated oh. but also documented for the UCC Corey Ali Muhammad black on white Orlando Castile white on black now these things never come to or remotely ever remain in the public eye and the youth is never inspired to take a stand to make a difference. So I will speak further. The youth, that is, the ones full of innocence. The ones inspired by the things around them to matter. I could go on forever about the fact that murder is murder, whether you're black or white. You should always feel free to voice your opinion. 
But to act out on these irrational thoughts in every shape or form is disgusting. You cannot, as black or white, call yourself the supreme race when moved out of your comfort by the opposition's color, their skin color. That is no form of being or demonstrating being a supreme being. If you are a supremacist, be unmoved by the opposition. Remain unscathed in the comfort of your own home and your own realm. Demonstrate care for the youth's future, white or black, black or white. Are you willing to risk your child's future due to your own bigotry? The choice is yours, but your child will not stand for the hate. This generation will be loved, nurtured, heard, and understood. Holy shit. What you expected, huh? <laughs> that, oh my god. He clickbaited the hell out of <laughs> What's crazy about that is the fact that that is what, like, you and I have been saying. Is, like, that's what I've been trying to explain. That it doesn't matter. Okay. You know what? I have stayed so quiet on this. I have stayed so quiet on this. But this is where I say it. This is where I'm saying it. I am moved by that. And so now I feel the strength to say what I'm going to say. And you know what? If I get canceled for, you know, being fucking white and having an opinion on this, then fucking cancel me. All right. That is what I've been saying since this whole fucking shit with George Floyd has went down. I am standing here and I believe that what happened to him is so awful. I cried watching the video and I watched it multiple times because I wanted for just one moment to believe that maybe something happened that I couldn't see that nobody has seen but there wasn't the cops are murderous fucktards they are awful people and they deserve to go to jail and spend the rest of their days in jail because no matter how you slice it it's murder do I think it was an act of racism I don't know I have no idea with that. To me, I could see it as just a cop abusing somebody and abusing their power with it. But I don't know what was going through their head. It could have been act racism or not. Either way, they deserve to rot. And that goes no matter the skin color. And you know what? If y'all want to hear me say it, yeah, as a white officer, he deserves to go to jail. He deserves it. That is bullshit. But everything that came up after that, how can we justify that? How can anyone justify the death of one man leading to nothing but violence? Attacking cops that didn't do that. Attacking people who were just going about their daily lives. Attacking businesses and burning them down. Looting. What do you get out of that? How is that a form of protest? You're looting. I'm not standing here and saying that, you know, there weren't agents of discourse that were in the crowd that was causing things. Because I know all it takes is you have one small spark in a bunch of fucking dried brush everywhere. You hit that spark and boom, chaos will erupt. But how are we standing there for it? 
when innocent lives are getting hurt from it. And I've heard the argument everywhere that black li- innocent black lives have gotten hurt. Yes, and that is disgusting. That needs to stop. But how are you going to fight racism by being racist? I have been somebody that was raised to never look at somebody's skin color. To never look at whether you're white or whether you're black, whether you're Asian or you're Indian or Hispanic. Any differences, even going so far as with disabilities like Down syndrome or they're autistic or anything like that. I was never supposed to focus on those things. I was supposed to know the person and base it off of that. And I have felt like I am more racist now because I now am aware Because it is shoved down my throat that I have to know the difference. That I have to know the difference between a black person and a white person. Why? Why can't I know the struggle of one person? The struggle of two people? Each story is individual. It is not fair to shove it down everybody's throats and call everybody racist unless they agree with what's going on. I fully do not support BLM. The statement, Black Lives Matter, hell yes. The organization, no. I don't support that. Nor will I ever support that. Because I have seen more racism from that organization than I have in anything else. And it's not because I'm white and I hear the term Black Lives Matter and I don't like the fact that black lives get it. No. They deserve just as much right as a white guy. Just as much right as a Hispanic man or Asian man. There was they deserve that right. Everybody deserves to be equal. But having this huge social change where you're convinced that everybody who's white gets away with everything. Yeah, you know what? There are things where some white people get away with it. But at a certain point, it's not even that, you know, they're white versus black. It's an economic thing too. And I'm not justifying racism, but you can't say that it's all whites get everything handed to them and they don't have to worry because that's bullshit. When you're poor, nobody gives a fuck about you. When you're at some level of middle class, nobody gives a fuck about you. Skin color may come into play in that. Or it can be a product of where you grew up. White kids and black kids from the hood, guess what? They're treated pretty fucking equal. And I know that because I know kids that grew up in the hood. Soap being one of them. Who was white and grew up in the hood. But how are we supposed to do the saying fight fire with fire? How are we fighting fire with fire when all that makes is a bigger fucking fire? So we're going to fight what everybody is saying is white on black racism. And we're going to be racist to the white people now? So instead of fighting against equality, now we're going to say that white people are dumb and stupid and that they don't deserve to have anything, that they don't have an opinion on things because they have a certain skin color? Isn't that the same exact thing that we have been fighting so long to get away from for black people, for all minorities? Where is the freedom? Where is the justice and where is the equality in that? If we're going to sit here and say that we're actually fighting racism let's listen to what x just said all we're learning is to hate each other all we're learning is that there's always going to be a shift in where it is and that 
we're just keeping it alive. We're keeping it alive with it. The amount of people that I've seen that have put, I'm a professional black person in their bio now after everything. Why? Why? Why do you have to be professional at it? Why do you have to introduce yourself as that? Why is your identity in your skin color? Because I've never once found my identity in being white. I have been made to feel like I'm white over the last few months than I have been made to feel anything else. In this day and age, we're trying so hard to make everybody have, find their own identity and be who they are. Why are we making a blanket statement? And why are we putting others under blanket statements? Black people hate the fact that they're put under a total umbrella for being black and that they're not like other people. They're not like the ones that did bad things. But in the same vein, we're going to turn around and say that every single cop is a black killer and hates blacks and they're racist and they're doing nothing. Yeah. Does there need to be reparations? Absolutely. There needs to be reform because that bullshit cannot stand the police unions where they kind of have each other's backs and don't do it. No, hold them accountable. That needs to happen. But saying that this motherfucker over here that killed George Floyd in a brutal way, no matter if he had drugs in his system, no matter if he was using a fake bill or a fake check or anything like that, he did not deserve to die like that. But saying that every single cop is like that, that every single cop is going to do that, you are the biggest fucking hypocrites in the world. How can you say that? How can you say that you stand for equality when you're doing that? When you're putting the actions of one across thousands, hundreds of thousands, millions. And how dare you put and say that all white people are racist for the actions of some. Because I have never once done that. And I have not met somebody in my life who is white that has had that happen in my 19 years of living i have i have met some people let me rephrase that the people i keep around me and the people that i have met usually eight out of ten times they're not racist if they are racist i get the fuck out of there because that's not what that's not living that's not even being equal that's not even standing and being a compassionate person that is scum. And so when you come out here and you stand for that same fucking reason and you spin it where all white people are the same, where all police officers are the same, when you're saying that they don't have a voice on this unless they agree with everything that's going on at this point, that they have to have an opinion that matches yours or else they're racist, but then they can't speak up about it because they don't know the struggle, fuck you. You're not standing against racism. You're not standing for equality. All you're doing is you're standing there so that way you can get a free pass to say whatever you want and get away with whatever you want. If you want a genuine change, you need to open your heart. You need to soften your heart and look past all the differences. You're black, great. You're white, great. Stop looking at the outside appearance. Stop making your identity what the color of your skin is, what the outside appearance is. Stop making umbrella statements about everybody else and treating them like they're all the same. Start looking at the person individually. If you want change, that's where it's going to come from. 
It's not going to come from finding identity in, I'm a professional black person. I'm a professional white person. All white people are so dumb. All black people are animals. That's not going to change anything. If you want change, if you want to have it, love one another. Because I know, I have been made to question whether I'm racist or not. And I've been made to feel racist in the last couple months. Just for the color of my skin. And you know what? I know I'm not. So why is it that now when we're standing for change, people are racist? That now we're segregating everything. We tried so hard to get people to stop calling... You guys tried so hard. Everybody stood so hard to get people to stop calling you black people and call you African Americans. But now you're black? Now we're supposed to focus on your skin color with it? Because I'm fucking confused. If I'm supposed to love you for who you are, why am I having to equate you to an entire group of people? The only way we're going to get changed and we're going to get past this is if we love one another and we stop looking at what is on the outside and we start looking at the person within. That is how I was raised and that's how I'm going to continue living my life. And if I get canceled for this, if I'm told I'm racist and everything, fucking do it. Cancel my ass. Because I do have an opinion on this. And I do have a heart for this. But I don't have a heart for people that are going to spin it so much and treat everybody like shit based on one thing. Because that's hypocrisy at its highest. So go ahead. Cancel me. I'm going to keep on loving people and I'm going to focus on who they are on the inside. Not on what I can see on the outside. Thank you all for watching. And we will catch you on the next episode of Audio Roulette next week with another album or another topic that we will talk about. Go check out Virgo World by Little Tekka. Go watch that X video. Like YouTube people are going to be seeing it. You guys are probably going to be hearing the audio if you're just listening through Spotify. But I recommend you go watch it so you can get the full effect. Come up with your own opinion. Don't follow what makes it easiest and what's going to make you the most accepted. Be a genuine person. That'll go so much farther than the bullshit that's going on now. We'll see you all in the next week.